Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. To bless the name of Jesus, our strength and our redeemer, our very present health in a time of trouble, we worship him in the beauty of his holiness. Bible says that everything that has breath, praise be the Lord. We come to praise We come to glorify His holy name. Oh, He is worthy. Yes, God is worthy. Our God is worthy. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand, our God is worthy. Yes, God is worthy. He is worthy. He does it worthy. the Lord today for who he is and all the things that he does. He has renewed his mercy one more time in our life. If you are under the sound of my voice today, you are blessed. If you were able to get up out of your bed, this morning, you are blessed. That's why we praise Him. That's why we lift Him. That's why we glorify the name of Jesus. He is worthy of the praise. Our God is worthy of the glory. Worthy. Yes, God is worthy. We have entered into his gate with thanksgiving. We have entered into his force with worship. God is about to speak to somebody today. Words of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Somebody is about to be edified today in the name of Jesus. Somebody is about to be lifted today in the name of Jesus. We just want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Jesus. All the things you've done for me. We give him glory. We give him honor. We give him praise. I want to greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kingston, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, 
where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. If God is worthy, if our God is worthy, Jesus is worthy, worthy of the glory. He's worthy, so worthy, Jesus is worthy. He's worthy, Jesus is worthy. children of God, we do greet each of you once again in the mighty and glorious name of Jesus Christ, our strength, our redeemer, our very present help in times of trouble. God has blessed us one more time with life, health, and strength, and we want to bless him today with the fruit of our lips, the sacrifice of praise. This is the day the Lord has made. I implore you, encourage you, let us rejoice and be glad in it. For those of you that have been worshiping with us here at the Christian Center, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled The Right Talk. The Right Talk. And we thank God for everything that he is sharing with us in regards to the importance of the right talk or the right talk, the right words coming up out of your mouth and my mouth can bring us into a great place of blessing. There are individuals that have been promoted because of the right talk. There are individuals that have received bonuses because of the right talk. There are individuals who have been led into places that they would not normally have gotten. There are individuals who've gotten jobs because of right talk. That's why, they, that's why most companies like to have an interview with you. They want to hear what's in your heart. They want to hear what kind of, what, what, because out of the abundance of a man's mouth, out of abundance of a man's heart, his mouth speaks. So people want to hear. That's why they'll bring you in. They'll, they'll interview you. See, the wrong talk has, been, has caused some people to be locked up. The wrong talk has caused some people to, to end up in mental institutions. Everybody in a mental institution is not crazy. Some of them just had a bad day when they went and talked to the, uh, talked to the psychiatrist. They were just having a bad day, just had some, and, and the psychiatrist listened at that foolishness and said, we're going to we're gonna have to lock you up. We're going to have to put you away. So the right talk can do great things for you, and the wrong talk can cause a lot of negativism. We looked at capital A in our outline by your words. You want to be very careful with your words, Matthew 12, 37, Luke 19, 22. We looked yesterday at the words of my mouth, the individual responsibility in regards to uh, words. Psalms 19, 14, we looked at Psalms 52, 54, and 2. Brings us down to capital C. When Jesus heard this, when Jesus heard this, we're going to look at the book of Luke, chapter 7, with a special focus on verse 9. Luke, chapter 7, with a special focus on verse 9. From the New International Version, our scripture reads When Jesus heard this, He was amazed at him. Turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Luke chapter 7, verse 9, from the New International Version, when Jesus heard this, 
He was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Capital C in our outline, what? When Jesus heard this, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name we pray. We bless you today, Father, because you have first blessed us. We love you today, Father, because you first loved us. We give to you today, Father, because you first gave to us. Thank you, Father, for who you are. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your blessings. Father, we thank you for your rebuke. We thank you for your chastisement. We thank you for your correction, Father, because we know that all of these things are necessary for you to make us into the people that you have destined and desire for us to be. Forgive us of our sins and iniquities today as we forgive those who have sinned against us. We ask, Father, that you bless us today with more of the right talk, more words from your storehouse of wisdom that we may grow stronger in you and in your mighty power. These and all other blessings we ask in Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Chapter 7, book of Luke, deals with the faith of the centurion. The faith of the centurion. Roman Empire had occupied Jerusalem at this time. They had centurions who were commanders over a certain number of Roman soldiers, and they were all around Jerusalem. Many of them were despised by the Jews. They were not liked. They were looked at as a hostile occupation of the country. But Jesus runs into a centurion who had a need. You say, Apostle, what do you want us to understand? Listen, I don't care what your position is out there. I don't care what your title is. I don't care who people think you are and who you might even think that you are yourself. Every one of us has a need from God, whether we realize it, whether we recognize it, whether we want to admit it, whether all that, all that's your business. But we all have a need from God, even if it is not an immediate need that we can perceive for ourselves, there is somebody. This centurion was not coming to Jesus because he wanted himself healed. He was coming to Jesus because he had a servant that he wanted healed. You say, Apostle, what are you driving at? Every one of us has got some, even if we don't need a particular thing from God right now, a particular thing, there's somebody we know that does. There's a son or a daughter that, that we know needs a healing. There's a friend or a co-worker that we know that needs a blessing. There's a, there's a mother or a father somewhere that we know needs. There's somebody close to us that has a need. This centurion, even though he was despised by many of the Jews, he didn't let that stop him from getting to Jesus and he didn't let that stop him from receiving his blessing. My prayer for you is don't let anybody, don't let anybody's dislike of you stop you from receiving your blessing from God. Oh, no, the Jews did not like the Romans running all around in their town, running all around in their city, telling them where they could go and telling them where they could not go. But with all of that, centurions, look, I know that Jesus came unto his own. I know that Jesus was sent to the lost sheep of Israel, but the centurion said, I got to get mine. I want to encourage you, child of God, on the sound of my voice. You better make sure you get yours from God. You just better make sure you get yours. Other people getting blessed, other people getting jobs, other people getting married, other people getting promotions, other people getting raises. Other people, I'm blessing. Let me make sure I get mine. And the right talk, what? The right talk will help you get yours. I want to encourage somebody today. The Bible says in verse 1 that when Jesus had finished saying all of this, well, what did he talk about? He talked about wise and foolish builders. 
He talked about a tree and its fruit. He talked about judging others. He talked about love for enemies. Jesus had, 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 had laid down some very, very heavy, sound doctrine on the people. And the centurions say, well, now, if this the way the kingdom works, let me put some of this into practice so I can get mine. You say, Apostle, what you're driving at? Some of you all under the sound of my voice, you're not getting yours because you don't understand how the kingdom works. When you understand how a thing works, you, a mechanic, something is wrong with a mechanic. He got two or three cars in, in, sitting in his yard that won't work. And he understands how cars what? Work. Something wrong with a, with, a, with a father. He got two or three children in his house, and they, or a pastor. He got two or three children in his house, and they don't understand. They don't understand God. They don't know nothing about God. Something wrong. Something wrong with a, with a carpenter. He understands how wood and, and how to build and how roof works, and his roof is leaking. Something's wrong. Once you understand how a thing works, it's time to work that thing. Centurion said, I, I, I don't listen to that to you, Jesus. I've been a student of your teachings. I've been a student of your doctrine. And the centurion said, it, it, it sounds pretty close to something that I've heard before. And the reality was that the, the Roman centurions, remember the Romans had just about took over the world at one point. At one point, one of everybody that lived on the earth was under the control of Romans. I mean, as diabolical as it may have been, there were certain kingdom principles that were in place that had them far exceed and were able to take over many nations. Why? Because they were using a lot of kingdom principles. Don't make no mistake about it. As... as Corrupt as you may think Mr. Walmart is, he he's using some kingdom principles. As greedy as you may think Mr. McDonald's is, he's using some kingdom principles. Kingdom principles still work. We're talking about the right word. The centurion said, look, Jesus, what I'm hearing out of you sound a whole lot of about close to what I heard in my military training. When the, my overseers and those who were over me in military talked to me about leading troops and following the orders of officers, what you saying sound a whole lot like that to me. Sound a whole lot like that to me. When he had finished saying all this, see, this is how we can tell whether you out there, whether, good, whether you're a good student. Have you taken what you have heard and what you have learned and applied it in your life so you can be successful. That's why the Bible tells a student that has been trained in the Word, once he, he must share all good things with his teacher. Let me get this straight now. You, your teacher don't share with you how to be successful. Your teacher don't share with you how to be blessed. Your teacher don't share with you the secrets to prosperity. And you run right out, get prosperous, you run right out, get a six-figure job, you run right out, and get a promotion, you run right and then you don't want to be a blessing to those who taught you? Something wrong with you. That means you really didn't get the full message. That means you, re you really didn't, you, you just got the, the part of the message. What you really are is selfish. You just got the part of the message that will benefit you. But understand that God not only blesses you to be a blessing to you, but a means to bless it means for you to be a blessing for those who helped you get to where you are. Somebody, wherever you at under the sound of my voice, somebody helped me get here. That's why a lot of times you see cats that make it to the NBA or make it to the NFL. They start making millions of dollars. They go buy mama a house or they go do, you know, do something special for, for their family. Because you didn't get there by yourself. Wherever, whatever you ever look at a successful person, there have been successful people in his past that helped him get there. You out there and graduated from college, you out there, you out there, you got a big time job, you don't out there, that somebody helped you get there. And it's important to be, when you talk, that's what they talk about giving back. Somebody helped me get where I am right now. Somebody helped me. I ain't no need to be crazy about that. And it's always important 
to, to be a blessing to those who have helped you to succeed. So it's important. It's imperative. It's imperative. It's imperative. The centurion servant, whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him. This man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. Jesus said, all right, okay. Let's see what we got here. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. This is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word and my servant will be healed. What are we talking about today? The right talk. The right talk. You say, Apostle, what's driving it? This centurion understood. How, listen, powerful people, a lot of times they ain't got to do nothing but talk. Come on, somebody. Huh? <laughs> powerful people. Mr. Walmart is not going out digging up ground and hammering nails and pouring concrete to build his Walmart stores. He ain't doing all that. He's somewhere sitting behind a desk and what? Talking. Powerful people. Listen, listen, some of you all out there under the sound of my voice. Powerful people, oftentimes, all they got to do is talk. Just talk. Just talk. Just talk. You say, Apostle, where you get that from? God put all of creation in existence with talk. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God said, let there be light. Powerful individual talked, and there was light. This is why we must be so careful with the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart. We carry that same power, that same power, God-ordained power to talk. Listen out there. You want the sound of my voice and you saved? Do you know how you got saved? You talked. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth, you talked. You talked yourself into going from hell to on your way to heaven. You confessed with your mouth. We're talking about the right talk. When Jesus heard this, when Jesus heard this, we're going to get down to when Jesus heard, but we're still we're just talking about the right talk. You talked yourself into salvation. Some, some of y'all out there understand, but you talked yourself into the club. Oh, you've talked yourself into an extra piece of chicken, that Kentucky Fried Chicken. Some of you have talked yourself into We talk. We talked ourselves into salvation. We confessed with our mouth and we believed in our heart, the Lord Jesus, and that God had raised him from the dead, and now we say, the right talk. Now, if the right talk can get you from on your way to hell to on your way to heaven, what can't the right talk do for us in this life? The right talk. So you say, Apostle, what are you driving at? That's why I keep right on trying to encourage you all and keep right on trying to implore you all and keep right on trying to, 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 to exhort you all. Let's get the right The right talk, the right talk. There's a, there's a right talk and there's a wrong talk. The right talk talks with faith. 
This situ- See, some of you all understand my voice. The reason why you don't get a whole lot of stuff because you go in there doubting. Oh, I know they ain't going to give me this discount. And then, no, you don't get the discount. Oh, I know they ain't going to let me have this. And they don't let you have it. That's because you went in there with that attitude. But folk that got the right talk, they're going there believing it. Look, I'm supposed to have this right here. I'm supposed to have this car at a, at a I ain't got but $500. I know the price say $2,000, but I ain't got but $500, and I'm supposed to have this car. What can you do for me, sir? Talking about the right talk. This, y'all, you say, ah, oh, possible, that's impossible. Well, with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Listen, children, God, I, you, you know, you, many of you have followed broadcasts. You know I be traveling, doing a lot of traveling, preaching and teaching, God, preaching and teaching the gospel in different parts of the world. I have been given plane tickets to countries. By the, by the plane, by the airline. Took the right talk. Given plane tickets, free for you. Uh, Pastor Bryant, fly from South Africa to Nigeria. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I got to get there. The gospel got to be preached. God done told me to go. So, you know, how I get there, you know, uh, what, what y'all do, I know I ain't got the money right now to pay for the ticket, but I got to get there, and the gospel got to be preached. <laughs> Some of y'all out there. All things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible. You think everybody that's driving a, a, a luxury car has paid? The, the question is, that has paid the, 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 the list, the sticker price? You think everybody that's living in a half-million-dollar house has paid half-million dollars? You think everybody that's wearing a $2,000 suit has paid $2,000? The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The heart of the king is in the lower hands, and he directed like a water course. God can just tell somebody. You, you all look at me, this nice sweater on. I think I went online, check this sweater. What is, I think, I don't know if it's a Pierre Cardin or some kind of big-time sweater. Some of you all that can see me on the This Pierre Cardin sweater, I think it was like about, a, I don't know, if $100, $200. Do you think I paid $200 for this sweater? Look good, don't it? Those of you who can't see me on the camera. It looks good-looking sweater. Don't. Do you think? If, it, if I had to pay $200 for it, it would still be what? On the rack. Right talk. Now, we can take this message here because right talk, the right place, the right motives, all, all of that, all of that plays a part in you and I getting blessings from God. Let's look at this centurion. Now, he needs to be examined. If, if, if here's a cat that has been praised by Jesus, and you think you don't need to learn something from him? Here's a cat that Jesus said, I ain't seen such great faith in all Israel. His disciples was from Israel. The people following him were from Israel. The Pharisees, the teachers of the law, the Essenes, the scribes, all these folk were from Israel. And here Jesus is, tell him that this cat is above all, all the rest. There are certain characters, children of God. I know y'all listening out there. Listen, pay attention. There are certain characters in the Bible that need to be examined very closely. Let me just give you an example of a few of them. There are certain characters. This centurion, he's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. I think we preached this sermon maybe about 15, 20 years ago around here that the topic was the kingdom of God is a kingdom of order and orders, not opinions and suggestions. And this is, this is, who, we, this is who we... The centurion, Mary... The sister of Martha, who did what? Sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he said. The widow. Certain characters in the Bible need to be examined, and you don't even know their name. This centurion, I don't know if his name was Harry. I don't know if his name was Rip. I don't know if his name was Van or Winkle. We don't know what his name Or Bob. (laughs) We don't know what his name is. But what he did was so pleasing to the master, I got to learn from him. When I see folk that's pleasing to the master, Mary, now we, at least God give us, give us a name, Mary. She had a sister named Mary. Martha had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he said. All right, well, what did you do? My thing is, if you are pleasing the master, what did you do? And let me put that in my game. Some people get on, uh, 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 were, were complaining about Kobe, talking about Kobe 
Even Mike talked about how Kobe stole all his all his moves. And and if I'm Kobe, I'm like, and why wouldn't I? You you the goat. One of the Saints is hollering, you the goat. Everybody know you the goat. I was watching the thing on uh, on uh, YouTube last night, and you know my heart was kind of breaking about this. The Michael Jordan shoes, Air Jordans, Air LeBrons, or whatever. You know all these cats be getting these shoes. It cost, I've been to China. I've been to sneaker manufacturers and different things. Cost about two or three dollars to make them shoes. It was on a on thing on YouTube last night. About two or three dollars. They selling them over here for how much? Two hundred plus. Now we talked a little bit the other day about how the, the poor get poor and the rich get richer. That's the, that's why that kind of thing. Now, possibly you saying for us not to buy no LeBrons or not to buy no Jordans? No, you do what the Lord leads you to do. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to, to share something with you. If you know you ain't even you ain't even got a you ain't even got a car. You ain't even got a car. You ain't even got a, 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 a you ain't even got electricity hooked up to your house, but you running around in some some Jordans. I'm saying there's a problem. All right. Now the point is this. Point is this. You know, in this video I watched, not only are many of us as African Americans paying this kind of money for shoes that don't cost about 2 or $3 to make overseas. I've been over in China. I remember once I was arguing with a Chinese lady who wanted to sell me some nice Nikes, and she wanted to sell them to me for like $3, and I wanted to pay $2.50. And I mean, we got into it. And in my mind, I'm like, man, can you imagine this? I'm just, I'm just doing it just because, you know, tripping, really. Tripping, really. Same shoe over here costs you $100. Same shoe. And I was arguing with her. I think she wanted $3. I wanted to give her $2.50. And me and this Chinese lady we was into, I was just kind of tripping. We were, I was just kind of tripping. But they showed on YouTube fights breaking out, people tearing into, busting down doors and malls, mostly us as black people. See, some of you all understand my voice. You, you be, oh, Apostle, why are you so hard on black people? Because we do a lot of stupid stuff. A lot of stupid stuff. Then whites call us monkey or something like that. We want to get offended. We want to march. When the reality is we be doing a lot of stupid monkey-like stuff. They had cameras in various department stores around the United States. Black folk, you know, they got the new uh, Air Jordan tennis shoes. Black folk, for the most part, about 98% black from what I've seen. I don't remember pushing, knock down doors, trampling over one another, fighting one another over the last pair of $3 shoes made in China. I'm like, look at this right here. Look, will somebody, somebody please look at this. I'm like, Lord, Lord, what is this now? What is this? What is wrong with us? What in the world is wrong with us? How has Satan so filled our heart that we could be this idiotic as a people? Now, don't get me wrong. I love being a black man. Wouldn't want to be nothing else in creation. Love you, my white brothers and sisters, but I wouldn't want to be a white man. Love you, my Asian brothers and sisters, but I wouldn't want to be Asian. I love being a black man. Goodness gracious do I love being a black man. That's me. But we as a people... Children of God, I'm talking to my black brothers and sisters now. White brothers and sisters, if you would, please turn your turn your uh, computer down or turn your uh, turn it down. Let me talk to them. But we as a people be doing some of the most stupid stuff that I have ever seen. Don't get me wrong now. You say, oh, boss, sound like a contradiction. No contradiction. I love being a black man. Goodness gracious, boy. I love being some Robert Bryant, too. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Love it. Can't think of nobody else I'd rather be other than me. Only thing I don't like about my life is the sin that's in my life. But we be doing some stupid stuff. I implore you under the sound of my voice. Apostle, you say we shouldn't we shouldn't get no no ad jobs. No, I ain't saying that. I ain't saying that. But don't be don't be uh, 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 um let's don't get uncivilized behind a pair of three dollar shoes. I don't care what you say, I don't care how much Mike's selling for. They're $3 shoes. They're $3 shoes. Keep that in mind out there, my brothers and my sisters. 
some of you, the next time you're about to trample somebody or you're fighting somebody, they are $3 shoes made in China. Look in the tag on the inside. Most of you all, I'm sounding my voice. I remember a sneaker manufacturer years ago when I was in college in Greensboro. He told me this. He told me, he said, Robert, he said, let me tell you something. You know, I had met him, met him somewhere, big-time sneaker manufacturer. He said, these shoes, he, he had told me this, the same thing I heard on the YouTube video last night. He said, these shoes cost a couple of bucks to make them. He said, you check the tag on the inside. Most of these shoes made in China, made in Taiwan, made in Indonesia. He said, what they do is they got these huge plants where they got these, these workers, and they're paying them little or nothing. And they bring them in there, and he said, like, from 6 o'clock in the morning to maybe 12 o'clock in the afternoon, they put in the plate, and they're pumping out Nikes. At 12 o'clock, they slip the plate out, slip in another plate, and from 12 to 6, they're pumping out Adidas. At 6 o'clock, they slip the plate out, slip another plate out, and they're pumping out Converse. I said, what? He said, a couple stitch change here, stitch change there, cost about 2 $3. I said, what? He said, they do the same thing with clothing. Do the same thing with clothing. How come you can go get a polo, you can go get a, the, the, the shirt, a cotton shirt that looks just like a polo with no polo insignia on it for 2 or $3? Then when you get polo, how much we look? We look somewhere about $40, $50. You say, Apostle, oh, you're you some, you bringing some knowledge to our, to our hearing. I hope I am, my brother and my sister. They $3 shoes. You got your chest swole out because you got you some Air Jordans. You feel like you're somebody because you got you some air, air somebody's. They $3 shoes. And especially us as African-Americans, we ain't got time to be chasing after no foolishness like this when our young girls are popping up pregnant and are on every corner. When one third of our young men stand a chance that that are, that are, that that they end up dying end up dying at the hands of another black man, we ain't got time for no kind of foolishness like this. One thing we as a people do not need is another fool. That we don't need. You got to know when you got enough. One of the reasons I don't I don't even buy a whole lot of I don't buy a whole lot of shoes. I don't buy a whole lot of clothes. I got a closet full of stuff that I don't even wear. I got to take to a, a big bag of stuff to Africa. I got too much stuff, and I know I do, and God know I do. I don't need no more. Listen, I don't need no more pants. I don't need no more shoes. I really don't. I, did, I, I might pick up some. I don't need none. I don't need another suit. I don't need another warm-up suit. I don't need another jacket. Got jackets in the closet. God said, get rid of some of that stuff. Well, I'm here to let you know the same way I don't need no more clothes. We as African-Americans, we don't need no more fools. We don't need no more idiots. Come on, come on, let's close. Let's close. Say the word. The centurion said, say the word. The centurion said, look, look, I understand how this thing works. Powerful people ain't got, to, ain't got to go all the time. Powerful people ain't got to go all the time. They can talk. They can speak. And things happen. The Bible don't say, thank you, Father. Thank you, God is giving me this right now. The Bible don't say that Pharaoh went to prison and got Joseph out. Do you read that in your scripture? Have you seen Pharaoh took off his royal robes and took off his stuff and went down in the dungeon? Huh? He brought. He, he let's read. He had. He had Joseph. Find that scripture. Find that scripture. We need to. We need to. We need to go. Powerful people ain't got to. Do, ain't got to do all that kind of stuff. No. They ain't got to do all that kind of stuff all the time. Where are we at? Genesis what? Forty-one. Forty-one and fourteen. So Pharaoh did what? Sent for Joseph. <laughs> Powerful people, man. Go get this here. And people go get this here because they realize and they understand the power of the one that has given the instruction. They recognize the power. They respect the power or they fear the power or whatever. They, now let, let whoever that was that, that Pharaoh sent to go get Joseph decide that Man, I ain't going to get no Joseph. Why don't you go get Joseph yourself? Why come I got to always go get Joseph? Don't you know the dungeon stinks down there? Ain't no... All with his head. Pharaoh, uh, uh, the centurion said, I understand how this thing, I understand how this thing works with powerful people. Now, watch this. Not to say that 
that that some millionaires ain't got some Air Jordans. But I I guarantee you they ain't running and, and knocking down doors to the to the store and trampling over one another and, and out there fighting with folk in the street in order to get them. Might tell the butler, you know, go and get me some Air Jordans or or, or go online, have one of their secretaries or assistants go online and order me a pair of size 14 at Jordan's, have them here by, or call or call a friend of his that, that works at Nike, a vice president. I, was, I remember we were out in California. We were sitting up under a tent with all Iceman, sitting up under the tent with Lisa Leslie. We were playing in the world championship for three-on-three. Three. We were up under the tent with all these people, me and George Gervin, the Iceman. We talking for hours and, you know, Lisa Leslie right over there bringing a friend of mine a sandwich. We all had to, and I sat down and was talking with one cat. He was the black vice president of Nike. And he was like, yeah, Robert, so, uh, you know, me and Mike were talking the other day. Me and Mike had sat down, and I said, hey, you know, we were talking the other day, and I was trying to tell Mike, I said, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. I said, hold up, <laughs> hold up, wait, wait, wait. I said, uh, Mike who? He said, uh, he said, Jordan. I said, okay, okay, go ahead. He said, yeah, so me and Mike were talking the other day, and I was trying to get Mike to understand that. The... <laughs> so powerful people said, look, I ain't, you know, I might have the same stuff, but I ain't doing all of that right there to get it. If you got to act like an a, a idiot, to get something, more than likely, that's something that you don't need. More than likely, more, more, in most, most instances, that's the something you don't need. Trample. I mean, they had knocked the doors down. A video I had seen, brothers and sisters had knocked the door down into the department store and in there running and fighting and throwing blows. I was like, oh, no, Lord, no, no, say it ain't so. Lord, don't let it be so. Not my people. Not my people. Not like this, Lord. Not like this. Lord, was like, there it is, brother. There it is. In color. There was a show on years ago called In Living Color. In Living Color. You can do it. Bring it up. Bring it up. Uh, uh, people, uh, I don't know how you might, might list it, but people going crazy to get uh, the latest Air Jordan tennis shoes. They had cameras on different parts of the country, different, different parts of the country. And most of what it was, it's like people were trying to, like the gold rush, like people were rushing trying to get some gold for a pair of, I, I can't get past that. See, that's why you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will show you what's really there. The devil will show you a, a, an impression of what's there. The Holy Spirit will show you what's really there. What's really there is they are $3 pair of shoes. And I ain't got to go this crazy for no what? $3 pair of shoes. I don't care whose name is on them. All right, come on. Just say the word, and my servant will be healed. Centurion said, I know how power works. I know how powerful people work. Just say the word. For I myself am a man under authority. See, now this is one of the reasons why a lot of, a lot of us as African Americans, why we curse ourselves and don't even realize it. You've got to understand that authority. And you've got to understand that somebody is over you. I don't care where you go. Your father's still your father. I don't care how big you get. Your mother's still your mother. I don't care what position you get exalted to in the company. The owner is still the owner. The, the, the centurion said, look, I'm a man under authority. When you get to the place where you feel like you're not under authority, you have just you have just signed your own downfall ticket. You have just you don't feel like I ain't nobody tell me what to do. Sign your ticket for downfall. 
because we are under authority. As an apostle in God's church, I understand I'm under authority. My supervisor is God. My supervisor is the Holy Spirit. You were in the congregation where your supervisor, well, you got the pastor, and it, but it, it, and you were on a committee in the church. You got the head of the committee, and the head of the committee got the, the, the pastor. But, but as an apostle, my supervisor is God. I'm under authority. And when you're under authority, that means you got to do like the one who's in authority. Tell you, I got to tell you. I gotta, you say, Apostle, why are you up here preaching and teaching like this right here every single day? Because God said so. And I'm under authority. Pastor, how come you going to all these countries preaching the gospel, going to all these dangerous places, all these places and rough places? Because my authority said so, which is God. I'm a man, the centurion said, I'm a man under authority. And centurion said, the reason why I'm here in Jerusalem like this, watching over you jokers, is because the one over me said what? Go, you're going to be posted in Jerusalem and watch over them jokers. Centurion said, I ain't from here. I could be in Rome somewhere. I'm a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he go. I tell this one, come, and he come. When you understand authority, you understand that we got to take some orders. And the best Christians are the Christians that can take the best orders. The best question, the best soldiers are the ones that take the best orders. We're under authority. I say to my servant, do this, he does it. The centurion says, what? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? This is how this is how order is maintained. This is how things move smoothly. This is how Great companies and great businesses and great churches. This is how they. This is how they explode and grow. What are we talking? What are we talking about here? The Bible says when Jesus heard this, this. When Jesus heard this kind of talk, not I man last night I knocked down the door at the at the, the sports shop. So I could get me a pair of them ad chart. See, no, nah, uh, he didn't hear it. He didn't hear that. Man, I man, last last night, man, right, when I knocked down the door to get to them Jordans at the store, this other woman, man, she had she had the last pair of Jordans, and guess what, man? They was in my socks. No, they won't what? Yeah, they will. What you do? Man, I knocked that gap. See, uh-uh. Uh-uh. See <laughs> what I'm talking about? Uh-uh, see what I'm talking about? Some of y'all out there, you know it's right. You know it's right. That's why you keep right on tuning in. You ought to. You ought to. Listen, after I preach these messages, I go back and listen to them just so I can hear what God's saying. It's one thing to be used by God and have to hear him in order to share it with the people. It's another thing to sit down and have to be a student of, of what God is saying yourself. So every day I end up getting about four, about four, four, at least four hours of word. Preach for about one hour. Sit down and listen for one hour. Preach then in the evening for about one hour, and then after that, I sit down and, and listen for about one hour. When Jesus heard this, you say, Apostle, what you trying to get us to understand? A lot of us is talking the wrong kind of nonsense that ain't amazing, Jesus. That ain't impressing, Jesus. They don't cause Jesus to want to bless us on the next level. That's not causing Jesus to want to do anything for those around us. Remember, the centurion came for his servant to get healed. His right talking, his, what did we say the topic is? The right talk. His right talk caused his servant to be healed. Some of us as, as fathers or as pastors or as husbands or as overseers or as mamas or as, as deacons, our right talk can cause those that are close to us to be blessed. Some of y'all wake up. When Jesus heard this, not no foolishness about who he shot, 
Not no nonsense about who he slapped. Not no nonsense about who's sleeping with who and who had a baby, but not that nonsense that some of us be talking. He heard this. He heard a revelation as to how the kingdom of God works. He heard somebody that understood the mind of God. He heard somebody that understood how the kingdom of God works. And when he heard that, he was amazed at it. See, I don't know about you, but I want, I want Christ to be amazed at me. I want Christ to be looking at me and saying, man, man, as crazy as you were, and you talking like this, you crazy as you was, and you doing like this, I want him amazed. I want the Lord amazed. I want him amazed. Because Jesus, when Jesus get amazed, he going to do something. He going to do something extra special for you. When you amaze him, be like, all right, yeah, yeah, you got some special blessings coming. You mess around, be a, be a son, been making D's, D's, D's and F's on your report card. Then all of a sudden you come in with straight A's. Father and mother be like, what? What? We got to do something special. Take that boy out and get him a birthday cake or something. Something. Get him a car. Do something. When Jesus be amazed or pleased or look with favor, the Bible says he turned to the crowd following him and said, I tell you. I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Now, remember who was following him? Peter, James, John, his disciple, mother, Mary, Mary, mother, Jane, Clofat, a whole lot of great, great biblical characters was following him. Jesus said, y'all ain't even got it like this guy. Come from out of seemingly nowhere. 63. One of the things he's using as an example when Michael Jordan scored 63 against the Boston Celtics. Just about all that starting lineup. Hall of Fame. And here's this little cat right here, wheeling and dealing. I remember that. I watched that game. Hollering and screaming and kicking. You know? Watch that game. Mike going to work. You know, one of the Saints and I uh, the other day, we watched Kobe drop 81 points in a game, second highest scoring game, you know, the most, the most amazing, I'll say this now, you know, because there's a lot of debate about Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, that game, that was the most, that was the most awesome offensive display that I had ever seen in my life. I didn't see Wilt when he scored 100 points, but that right, I see Mike scoring 60 and I think Mike's high was 69 and whatever, I don't know what that, but that was the most amazing offense. I mean, everything just about that Kobe was throwing up that night. I had never watched a game fully before. I sat down and watched it the other day. Game from about 10 years ago. Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. This is Centurion. Amazed Jesus. He amazed God. Now, how you like that now? How you like them apples. See, there are things that you and I can do, children of God, that will amaze our God. There are things that you and I can do that will please, just like we can displease God by doing some crazy stuff, we can please God by doing some, some great act of faith. God liked that. What the Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Well, then God said, what do you think faith does then? If without faith, it's impossible for you to please me, what do you suppose faith does to me? God said, it pleases me. This was, a, this was faith. 
Jesus, you ain't even got to come to my house. I believe I believe enough in, in your ministry. I believe enough in your power. I believe enough in your work that all you got to do is say, only those of us that ain't rich, only because God ain't said be rich yet. Because if God, I don't listen, you might have just lost your job. You might have just been fired. You know, you might have just declared bankruptcy. But if God come in and say, be rich, guess what poverty and lack and all that other stuff, got? That all that got to go. All that got to go. All God got to do is speak a word to change our whole situation, to change our whole circumstance. So the only thing that keeps us in the situation or the stuff, just all he got to do is say the word. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him. He turned to the crowd following him, and he said, I tell you, I have not found. Now, Now, I have not found. I have not found. So what does this what does this imply? You lost your keys and you're looking for them. You tell somebody I have not found them. That implies that you were looking for something that you had not yet found. In other words, this level of faith Jesus had been looking for in Israel, but he did not find it. See, sometimes you lose your keys at the office, and you'll be looking for them in the house. And you'll be like, man, I didn't find my keys in the house. Well, you're looking in the wrong place sometimes. Because you lost your keys in the office. Jesus didn't say that it wasn't this, it, it, this kind of faith didn't exist, because that's obvious because he, he, this, this man is displaying it. But Jesus said, I have not found in all of Israel, or even in Israel. And the reason why he said even in Israel is because Jesus said, look, I'm a Jew. In the, in, the, in, the, in the flesh, I came unto my own. Y'all is my people. And y'all ain't trying to hear what I say. I wouldn't be surprised if a whole lot of the downloads to this broadcast would, wouldn't in, in our white brothers and sisters. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I don't know, know y'all. I, I wouldn't be surprised. One thing I do know about a whole lot of us as black folk, we ain't trying to hear nothing that's close to the truth. Now, we like some nonsense or some foolishness or something stupid or some kind. But to something that's hitting right on the truth, well, a lot of us ain't trying to hear that kind of stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to have to ask the Lord about that. Mm. Mm. I already just heard him in my spirit. I ain't even going to tell you what I heard. Jesus, guys, look at the word, Robert. Don't I talk to you through my word? that the one that really had what Jesus was talking about wasn't even a member of his race. One thing I tell you about our white brothers and sisters now, love them, love them deep. Our white brothers and sisters see something that works. Why do you think uh, when McDonald's come up and start doing real, real well and, and, and popping up all over the country, why do you think other people sat around and said, what are we going to do? Let's us make a Burger King. Let's us make a Wendy's. Let us make a because it worked. When when Henry Ford come up with the automobile, what is, what is the thing? What is supposed to happen? Let us come up with Dodge. Let us come up with Chrysler. Let us come up with Pontiac. Let's see something work. They can run right out. Our white brothers and sisters. Many of us blacks, we ain't got sense enough. We ain't got sense enough. We keep doing something crazy to the to the finish. But Jesus said, look, even in Israel, Jesus said, this kind of faith here, it should have been with the Jews. I'm a Jesus, I'm a Jew. Came down through the lineage of David. Came down through 40 and two generations. I'm a Jew. And y'all ain't even got this. Y'all ain't even hearing what I'm saying. But here is this Gentile. Here is somebody that's all from a different race. That's got it. And is getting blessed by it. So, 
You say, Apostle, what's driving that? If you out there, you just don't want to keep right, you just don't want to do things like God say, you just don't want to do things God way, then don't be blessed by God. Man. Just keep right on not being blessed by God. Just keep right on. You don't, you out there on the sound of you just don't want to apply the kingdom principles, then keep right on being cursed. Just keep right on then. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Right talk. This in this account, children of God, you know, and, I, and I'm going to have to go back and check some other accounts because, I, you know, in this account, the centurion didn't even meet with Jesus himself. Jesus was talking from where he was at. The centurion was talking from where he was at, and there was a meeting of the minds. And the result was that the centurion got what he wanted, and his servant got healed. Centurion, this was the centurion talking to Jesus. Centurion sent some people to Jesus. Jesus sent word. Jesus sent word. He was the word sent, but he sent word. Centurion didn't even, Centurion did better than Naaman. Remember, Naaman went away from the prophet upset because he thought the prophet, because the prophet didn't come out to meet him when Naaman went to meet with the prophet. The prophet didn't come out. The prophet just told him, just go and dip seven times in a certain river. You'd be all right. Naaman was upset because the prophet wouldn't come out and meet him. Jesus won't offend it that the centurion didn't come himself. And the centurion got his blessing because of the right, the right words. He spoke to Jesus in such a way. See, you got to understand, you know, you know, every, most every woman, every one of you women out there that has a man, a boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, a lot of times, you know, this is why, you know, I don't know, I've been in places, you see real, real beautiful women with real, real crazy looking men. It's something he done said to her. <laughs> it's something he, that brother done said. You look at her and you look at him. And you'd be like, what in the world? I used to be like, now what in the world is he doing with her? It's something he done said. And that might be the question. That might need to be asked. Yo, bro, come here. Come here. What did you say to her to have a woman like that? Oh, see, I mean, he got one eye all twisted all up, but it's something he said. The right words, the right talk, the right talk. See, I encourage you, children of God. Let us, let us strive for. Not that that's all. Not that that's the only thing. But let us strive to 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 get the right talk, because by our words we will be acquitted. By our words we will be condemned. By our words we can amaze Jesus. By our words we can upset Jesus. Words, not even his physical presence. His physical presence. Physical presence wasn't necessary. There are those of you under the sound of my voice. Listen, it's not necessary for you to physically be here at the Christian Center to be a member or to be a part of the Christian Center. There are some of you all out there under the sound of my voice that I have never seen face to face. 
and you are just as great a blessing to this ministry and the work that God has called me to as any of the saints that are here physically. Paul used to tell churches all the time, different churches and things, even though I'm not physically present with you, I'm with you in spirit. There are some of you all out there in the sound of my voice, a lot of you all, God said, that are not physically here with us, but you're with us in spirit. And we praise God for your life. We pray that God continue to bless you and continue to encourage you and continue to lift and take you higher in him. When Jesus heard this, so you say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? Let us find the words, find the talk that will please Jesus. And when we do that, he's going to please us. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. We thank you again, Father, for blessing us with your presence, blessing us with your wisdom, blessing us with your knowledge and understanding. Pray, Father, that your words today have made the simple wise. We pray today, Father, that your words have brought men and women who don't know you in the pardon of their sins out of darkness and into a glorious relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, into the marvelous light. We pray, Father, you watch over us and protect and provide for us uh, as we part from this place of worship. And may your name, which is above all other names, be glorified, honored, and praised. This is our prayer. We count it done in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Those of you uh, uh, that want to contribute to the ministry and to the work of God, um, you can use the donation button on our church website or our TalkShoe homepage. Uh, Lord willing, we will see you all this evening at 6 p.m. sharp. God bless you, and heaven smile on you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.